Hey everybody, welcome to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. Today we have a special guest. His name is JT and he's actually a serial entrepreneur. He's the owner of two growing brands called the WGSR brand and the Church Collection. And he also has a branding agency called Just Raw Creatives where he focuses on creative design, brand identity, as well as strategic strategy. So welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing phenomenal. How are you? I'm actually really good. I'm excited to talk to you. Awesome. I'm excited to be here on a good Sunday morning. Yes. Amen. <laughs> so first, <laughs> what got you into serial entrepreneurship? Because I know you have your main brand, Just Raw, but you mm-hmm. also have two other brands. So what made you want to go from entrepreneur to serial entrepreneur? Um, Really just the love of different things in my life. Um, growing up, people, I think I was told at 14 that I was going to be an entrepreneur. Never knew what that was. Um, never knew how that was going to look. But the more I began to grow and the more I began to study, I began to see, okay, this is the route that I want to go. It's not about not wanting to sit under people, but having those creative ideas, identifying your difference and being able to execute that. I just saw that I had the gift to be able to make that happen. So um, being able to do, like I said, I started with graphics and then from doing graphics and flyers, it went to logos, websites and brand strategy and just kind of grew from there. But inside of that, I also have a love for fashion. I have a love for style. So um, and just being a church kid growing up, I was in that shifting mode of understanding that some stuff I probably just didn't have to do. It was just the culture that I was in. So when it came to, you don't have to wear suits, you don't have to, you know, do this. And me being a person that's influential in the church, I wanted apparel that spoke for me without me ever having to say anything, but it just didn't highlight the spiritual aspect of my life, but really highlighted who I was. So the WGSR, which is worship, grind, sleep, repeat, that apparel lifestyle brand came what it is. And then with me being in corporate, I also saw some deficits when it came to faith-based organizations and how their structure was. So I was able to create the church collection, which allows us to go into different faith-based organizations to help them implement systems and structures and strategies so that they can effectively win souls, grow, and not just have such a churchy mindset, but Mm -hmm. being able to merge corporate and churchy together. So, you know, as I grow, I understood that you can't sometimes just have one lane. You need to have multiple lanes that all get you to the same place, but just so that people can specifically say, all right, if this is a church culture, I know how to speak that culture compared to speaking to the corporate culture, then speaking to the creative culture. So... Mm. I like how you was able to merge the two and you finding your own lane. I just want to know, just based off you talking about how you grew up in church and things like that, how important is that to you when it comes to self-development and self-care, your spirituality? It, it's it's important because I do live my life out of what I've been, not just taught, but what I've experienced myself. And understanding who God is, understanding who his son Jesus is, and understanding the guidance that I have here, which is the Holy Spirit, those are my guides. And I believe in it because I've experienced it and I've seen it to be true. So when you look at my lifestyle brand, Worship, Grind, Sleep, Repeat, 
worship um, is not just speaking so much to the spiritual aspect of God, but understanding something that speaks to you, that inspires you, that wakes you up, that gives you the energy. Let that be your first thing. And any time that my business is going left or I'm being stressed out or there are some things I'm just not sensing or feeling, I always pull that on the Holy Spirit, God saying, hey, take a notion or, hey, we haven't spent time together. And sometimes time with him was not speaking. Sometimes it's just chilling, thinking about some of the things that have happened in my life that I just haven't recognized that was going on. So it's very part of my life. One thing I don't try to do, though, is try to force it on people because I am that believer that says, hey, if you're doing it, they're going to see it. They're going to know and they're going to want to ask, how are you being able to do this? So that's kind of where... Um, I am with it. And like I said, I wanted something because growing up and preaching in the church, you know, sometimes people know you're a preacher by the attire that you wear and people treat you differently. I didn't want that to be my case. I wanted people to get to know who I was. And I just so happened to have God as my foundation. And if you want to know more about him, just look at the fruit that I'm bearing, not in the just the church realm, but in the world as well. So hmm. I definitely like that. Yeah. I like the the idea of not pushing it on people, but letting mm-hmm. them see how you walk mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> in your day to day. Yeah. 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 Cause I tell people when you look at and you think about a farmer, you can pass by his field at the wrong time and you think he's not effective because there's nothing growing. And a lot of times I feel that that's how people look. They don't see so much happening, but you probably came at the wrong season because if you come back around around the right season, the same field that was empty is now bearing fruit. And you can't deny that he doesn't know what he's doing because the fruit is right there. It's just the timing piece is what people struggle with is because we don't know when the fruit's going to bear sometimes. We don't know when the proof is going to be shown. And sometimes we'll alter it and try to move forward to try to shut people up. But as I grow, I just know when the fruit is bared, people cannot say anything. They cannot deny it. They may not like it, but they cannot say that what I'm doing is not working. So that's the piece that kind of live on that in time, it'll be proven, it'll be shown. And the same ones that's saying nay will probably be the ones running behind. Can I get some? And then I'm going to say, no, no, I'm not going to say that. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I feel that. Like, I think you just put that so perfectly, like with the whole scenario about the field. And sometimes you just walking by at the wrong season. I think that's so mm-hmm. true because even like with this podcast, it's like how you were saying people come back, like, you might be here right mm-hmm. now. We got maybe a couple hundred listeners, but it's going to be mm-hmm. millions one day. So I definitely yes. feel that you yes. just got to, like you are, just believe and speak it. A lot of times people don't yes. speak it. And then when it's not happening, they're wondering why. But it's like, are you even believing in yourself? Yes, yes. And being consistent because the thing that I've learned, and this is the thing I tell entrepreneurs, which sometimes I hope it makes them want to quit only because it gets down to the point, do you really want to do this? Because I tell them, if you don't have time management, if you don't have consistency, the consistency builds trust. And a lot of times we've been taught where people say, just trust me, just trust me. I say, no, baby, you haven't been consistent enough for me to trust Mm. you. God is the only thing that said, he said, trust him. He didn't say to trust man, he should trust him. As for man, we need to be consistent for you to trust me. So I'm going to consistently sit in a chair 
and know it's going to hold me up until that day that it falls without me knowing. And then I'm probably going to now start looking at chairs before I sit down because what was consistent now has been broken. So it's like for entrepreneurs, for brands, as long as there's consistency, people will begin to say, I can trust that because I know whenever I show up, they're going to give me this experience. They're going to give me this value. And I think that's where a lot of people shun entrepreneurs because we don't know really who we are or what we're doing so we're not able to be consistent which people that may have loved it now feels left out because what they were looking for you're not providing anymore so that's one of the biggest things that I try to push and what y'all are doing you're consistent you're following through me getting the email me looking y'all said 10 minutes before and I'm getting stuff 10 minutes before like those things builds me up because I'm like they said they were going to do it and now they've done it and if we can create that consistently you will constantly build your um your database so yes i think that's so important too because that's what builds up the credibility. That's what makes people be mm-hmm. like, oh, this person does this. And I know they're going to always be here to do this for me. So if I know somebody mm-hmm. that needs this, I'm going to refer them to this person because I trust them. Right. Incredible. Right. 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 You want it. So yeah. for you, I know you do brands, logos, brand strategy. Um, what? First of all, how long have you been doing that? And second of all. What do you do to make sure you're not overworking yourself? Because that is a lot, especially with the other businesses. <laughs> so, like, besides your spirituality, what other things are you doing to just take care of yourself? So, I've been doing this. Um, I moved to Atlanta in 2011. And probably two, probably a year and a half, two years after that, I started doing graphics. So um, 11 to three, so around 2013. And then around 14, I started building my first company was called JT Works. And I thought I was doing it, didn't even know what was happening. But from 13 to now, it's transformed. It's been able to build, been able to be clear um, with that and that I think seven to what's about seven years then. So we've been able to be in this place of being able to what I call allowing me to take your superpowers and give it to the world. So doing that and like you said, being able to manage it all. Um, one of the, the key points that I focus on when it comes to the people that I'm target market, one of the places that we speak to are people that are working nine to fives, but they also have a desire to do this or do that. And one of the things that I've learned is you can do it all you can have multiple streams you can have multiple places um but the thing is you've got to like you're talking about now you're asking me balance you got to be able to have balance and the three things that i do and i focus on to allow me to have balance is one i make time for my business for the things that is bringing me income i make time to be creative whether it's creative for that business whether it's creatively looking ahead and then i make time for myself the things that sometimes get um, merged that kind of overshadows the one is that time between myself and time to be creative. Me be taking time to be creative for myself is not taking time for myself. That's me still taking time to think ahead. That's still merging in the work aspect. So what I try to do is I try, I'm not only try, but I take time for my business. And when I look at all three of those, I have specific times that I put towards that. So I may take 10 minutes here for this. I may take an hour for this. I may do this on that day so that the time that I'm I'm sickering to my business, it's that time. I make sure my phone is not on. I make sure there's no um, emails coming in. I make sure my, my office door is closed because I do believe that those are distractions. So if I can say I'm going to take an hour 
to do to just draw an hour to WGSR, then cool. Let's give it that hour so that once that time is done, I can do what I want. So those are the three ways I kind of live my life is taking specific time for this specific time to just be creative, to think, to not try to come up with how we're going to make money. No, just just be creative and get ideas out there and put them on paper, then taking time for myself where I'm going to, um, uh, she, she, me, I call it when she take my hands and my feet and make them look like God has given them to the world. I'll go there or I'll go drive around and, you know, have a glass of wine or whatever that may be with no work included. So that's how I've been able to kind of balance all three of them. Wow. I definitely love it. Yes. <laughs> I can, I can tell in the way that you speak that, you know, you have done some ministry because I was like, you probably <laughs> might want to think about being a you know a public speaker and <laughs> listen, we're not coming on here for this. We're not coming on here for this. Don't don't leave me alone. I'm doing just enough. I'm good to go. <laughs> listen, that's one th- let me tell you something. The church collection has been such a fight for me because growing up in the church, you do get aggravated with the church people and how they construct and do things and when I started dealing with that I said you know what I'm just gonna stay with corporate America they give me my money when I need it they have strategies they give me expectations and then the Lord was like bruh I'm showing you that so you can do it there and I'm like I don't want to do that with the church people then when I get over there oh my god you can I'm like no because I don't want to go that route because I know what I've seen but I have to remember just because I've seen it done this way with other people that doesn't mean that's going to happen with me so i just say to the lord i put it on him i say if you create an opportunity i'll do it but if not we're gonna keep rolling somewhere else and we're gonna smile and shine you know and make it be what it needs to be wow i hear i hear it yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, trying trying to divert me no we not on here <laughs> okay well, when it uh, comes to self-development and you mm-hmm. learning, you know, how to draw and things like that, were you self-taught or were you able to, you know, make some investments here and there to take a couple of classes, get a couple of coaching opportunities? Um, it was both. Um, growing up, um, seeing my mother grind, seeing my mother do what she needs to do, that was the work ethic that was being able to make things happen and watching her um in the church realm, a couple of pastors that I sat under, um, from them teaching me how to deal with people to actually strategizing and being who I am. One of the pastors here, his name was Pastor Matthew Brown. He really helped cultivate me for four years and how to just kind of maneuver as a male, as a black male within the church and corporate sector. And then in between that time, I picked up books. I've watched, I listen to podcasts all the time. I'm watching YouTube clips of different people that reflect where I'm trying to go and what I've learned is I take the meat and I throw out the bones I'm not taking what they're telling me to try to say I'm going to be that I'm taking what they're telling me to add to my difference what are the things that they did that I like that I can now put as I guess a part of my ingredients for my makeup so um that's kind of how I've stepped it up. I'm always trying to read um you'll hear about this um towards the end of the year I've started a book club 
called Dear Entrepreneurs. And um, I'm not sure if y'all grew up in school where we had Dear Time, where Dear means drop everything and read. Mm -hmm. So Dear Entrepreneurs is going to be where I'm speaking to entrepreneurs about the book that um, that we're reading that's going to help them just cultivate because there's some things that we just can't get sometimes from people and then we always trying to run for experience but I tell people sometimes I don't have to go through hell to learn I can just read and listen from other people and then say how does that how can that apply to my life so um that's something I'll be coming out I'll actually be coming out with um a 30-day devotional um this month that we're still trying to finalize that that's going to help with self-development because we'll be speaking to the inspirational side we'll be speaking to the side about um just what other people have said and then just some things that I said. So all of that I make up and I make sure that I'm doing that at least every 10 days. I'm taking time to read, watch, or hear something that's going to feed me the food and knowledge that I need to keep pressing forward. Well, I love it. Yes. And how do you... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. You oh, I was just going to say, um, and how do you feel like you filter out, like you talked about, you know, directing your energy to things that are helpful for your professional development but how do you like tune things out that are harmful to your self-care or harmful to your professional development especially with social media um some things you just can't get Mm -hmm. around you know it's a lot of stuff with the elections black lives matter um riots Mm -hmm. it's so much going on so how do you tune all of that out or you know take it in bits and pieces to where you can still focus on progress um, I could say what has helped me, and this may be like a very broad thing, but one, understanding who I am and me understanding who I am. Whenever I see something, hear something or experience something that does not reflect bettering me, I pull away from or I am not a part of it. Understand that I'm a creative if things are not allowing me to be a creative, then I'm not going to put my time and connection with it. So when it comes to like Black Lives Matter, there are, I need to hear, I want to watch, I need to know what's going on around me so that I know how I can respond to it. But when there's, it gets too much sometimes where I'm constantly saying it, I do pull away because my psyche, my anger, the things that don't really produce great fruit and great results, I then start pulling back because I'm all about productivity and being effective. So if it does not allow me to be effective, it does, it does not allow me to produce great fruit, I pull away from it. I do, you know, look at it and say, all right, is this, you know, am, am I doing too much? Is it just me? Or is this something I need to put my time into? And then that's how I'll be able to kind of decipher because there's so much happening and we do need to be in the news. We do need to know what's going on. But I look at it and say, how's it going to better me or what influence can I have with it? And if I can't, I just let it be and I move on to something else. Great. Thank you so much for sharing that. And yeah, yeah that's something we're all dealing with. So yeah. Maybe we all need to unplug and unwind a little bit more when it becomes too much for us. But um, this mm-hmm. has been mm-hmm. great. Can you please leave our audience with like just one gem, like just one thing you want to touch somebody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would say this, this is a quote that I uh, came to me a couple of years ago, and it says, don't allow your past experiences to hinder your future expectations. 
And there's so many times where our past experiences does shape what we're getting ready to walk into. And there's voices and things people have said about certain people or certain situations. But my philosophy is I'm not going to allow some of those experiences to dictate what I'm going to get out this moment. Yes, I know that this may be happening, that may be happening, but what am I going to get from it? What What is my expectation to get from it so that I can be a better person? And as I live that, I run into people that other people say, oh, you may not want to be around. I look and see, no, what do I want to get from this individual that may help change the perspective and help change them? So don't allow your past experiences to hinder your future expectations. Wow. Y'all hear that? Don't allow your past experiences to hinder your future expectations. Thank you for expectations. that. Yep. I'm, I'm definitely going to probably yes, post yes. that tweet some, po- uh, tweet that quote today or something. <laughs> Go off, go, go no, for it, go for it. it. But um, thank you so much for joining yes. us. Can you please let our audience know where they can find you on social media? Yes, yes, you can find me at I am J A I T E E, and it's pronounced simply J T. I am J T on Instagram, Facebook, um, and Snapchat. You can also follow my company, Just Draw Creatives, on all of those platforms as well, and. If you go to, if you go, you'll see that we started over. I really have been working on a push of just branding myself because doing this all these years, I try to stay behind the background and now it's time to go forward. So you all are like my first thing that I'm doing, like and telling people on day one. So today it was actually my start day. So you all are like the way I'm starting this thing off to let people know who I am and what we're going to do. So I'm excited and thankful for being on oh, this podcast. Well, thank you so much yeah. for including us in your rebrand yeah. journey. You know, yeah. definitely anything yes. to support you. We're always looking to do that. And awesome. audience, make sure y'all go follow awesome. us on social media as well, on Instagram and Facebook the twenty uh, at 21 Minutes or Less. And then on YouTube, you can type in 21 Minutes or Less Podcast. And then you can follow our personal pages. Mine is at Keisha Milana. And mine is at Miss Butterfly 21. And we'll see y'all in the next episode.